Welcome to Queer Longing, a podcast where we discuss and explore everything that we're longing for and living for in our queer community. I'm Olivia Taylor. And I am Lucy Sassel. It's been a New York minute. Hasn't it just? It's been a hop, skip and a jump of (laughs) a thousand days since we last recorded. Yeah. Because we not only did like a very short time between the last two, but we've also skipped one sorry everybody about that last week but it was it, for reasons that will become clear we were unable to find time it has been a long time third eye blind a thousand julys <laughs> Wycliffe Jean gone till November <laughs> but anyway here we are I was just then marveling as because you like went straight into like doing the intro and I was just then marveling at how good we've got at like doing the intro and then you fucked it up which no one's gonna know but he did yeah but now they do <laughs> so thank you like you didn't you didn't really but you just decided to like do it again yes and um I, but I was thinking about how when we first started doing it it used to take us fucking ages to do that well it used to take me fucking ages to do the <laughs> intro <laughs> I'd be like bleh, 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 bleh. And then you'd be like, okay, do it, do it again, do it again. I think now we've just, we just don't care. Just bored of it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm joking. No, we love anyway, it the most. Um, how are you? What, what, what have you been up to? Yeah, well, I mean, a lot of something and a lot of nothing. So, I mean, the first thing is that it's been a while, as you said, since we last recorded. And what has gone on? What did we do last weekend? Um, um, struggling to remember. Hmm. Like something very much filled up the weekend. I think maybe what had happened was, mm. was that we drove for 8 million years. Actual 8 million years. Um, Had about 18 KFCs. Yeah, nearly drowned in the rain. To get to a parallel universe formerly known as Diva Fest and now known as Hear Her Festival 2019. That's right, in Poole, Dorset, Sanford, Holiday Park. A beautiful caravan park, if I must say. It actually if was... If I must say? No, I mean, I will say. Yeah, it actually was so gorgeous. Yeah, so really nice. For those, of you, for those of you who are OG listeners, you will know that I think even before we properly launched the podcast out to the public... It was, it was because it was December last year. We yeah. We started in Jan. We went um, to the first Diva Fest, which was in Great Yarmouth. Um, and then that was like a million years away and a million KFCs away as well. It reminds me a bit of... Um, have you have you ever seen the musical Brigadoon? No, but you talked about it on the pod before because you saw it in Canada, right? Yes. Yeah. So the whole premise of Brigadoon is like there are these two like intrepid explorers, and then when like <laughs> when like their mind your mind is open to it, and it happens like once every one thousand years, you can just like slip through the space time continuum into right. Brigadoon, which is like this fantasy world. Oh my god, that and is then, so diva fest. Yeah, and you basically like can't find it again unless you're like invited back in this like special way, yeah. which is one hundred percent diva fest. That is entirely what divas fest is slash hear her festival. For for us, it's very difficult to call it Hear Her Festival because we went, it, went to it as Diva Fest and we just love that it's called Diva, was called Diva Fest. Yes, and actually we... Um, so I think some context for last year. Yes. Um, I managed to get some tickets for you and I yes. because our friends were already going. Yeah. But the thing is, at that time, they weren't your friends yet, were they? No, I like knew your best mate, Kate, who've been mentioned on the podcast before. but And I'd met her like once and her girlfriend, but I'd never met these other girls either. Um, and we just went to do, you're like, come on, let's go. We're going. It's going to be like a great time. And I was like, okay, fine, whatever. I was having like a shit time. So you're like, this is what you need. Yeah. And we went to Great Yarmouth, drove all fucking million miles uh, on the A roads. And then <laughs> we got there and met them and instantly what a connection yeah what a bunch of stunning huns it's those gals are 
It was so gorgeous. Yeah. And so it's it's going to be a yearly tradition for as long as yeah. Heather Peace wants to make it happen for us. <laughs> yes, please, PC, keep it going. But, and like since then, we all call ourselves the Divas, which I think is one of the other reasons why we still call it Diva Fest, because it's like, it's our own very own festival of ourselves. That's how we feel. Yeah, exactly. Um, so what was your um, review of Hear Her Festival this year? Well, I would say it was an absolute wild ride in all the best ways that you want it to be. Mm. We arrived, we got given our keys, we drove very slowly trying to find our <laughs> our road went down it was like a deciduous like beautiful it was like it had like footballers houses on it, it was yeah. so nice really green and lush found our eight berth stunning luxury caravan yeah and we also definitely had the best caravan yeah it was such a good caravan yeah so nice um and then we just proceeded to have one of the best nights i've had in like a thousand years it was so good it was so nice and just I don't know there's something about the diva there's something about like having such a concentrated space where everybody has to like is going and doing one thing yeah that's really nice especially like not in the summer but in a time where it's sort of like wet or cold or whatever so you're not like hanging around outside in like patches you're like in one room yeah and because there's not like billions and billions of people no. there but there's quite a lot of people there it's kind of a good opportunity to actually meet people yes absolutely because it's not like you're so overwhelmed you would just stick, you would just to, your stick friends. to your group yeah it's, you feel it's... like you can go off and you'll easily find your friends again yeah, and it's fine uh, yeah completely i love that and i think like you know you can just like leave your bag by the side and it'll be fine and like it's such a safe and like inclusive environment that is so nice just full of like loads of like wonderful women. Yeah. And we made some really cute new gorgeous friends, we didn't did. we? And big, massive, huge shout out to our um, best newcomer, Carrie, who is the editor of Diva. Oh, Carrie. I'm still thinking about our hugs. <laughs> she gave me a very intimate, wonderful hug because I needed it. I was having a rough moment and it was the... I didn't even know how much I needed it. Yeah. And now we're just friends for life, I think. I think so. And um, we spoke to Carrie and she has said we are holding you to this, Carrie. Um, yeah, that put we it would, down. That we'd love her to come onto the podcast. So hopefully she will be joining us on the podcast in the foreseeable future because we'd love to hear more about her and just like listen to her speak and probably just hug us the whole time. Oh, yeah. She could just sit in the middle, one arm round each and just tell us everything that we need to hear. Oh, that sounds so nice. So can't wait for that, Carrie. Hope you're I'd ready. pay for that. I would pay, we're going to pay you for that. <laughs> um, yes, so... Now go into the QL coffers and see what we can get. <laughs> My review is that it is such a wonderful, stunning time and that I can't wait to go from now until the day I die. Yes, I agree. What's your review? Yeah, I think my review is is the same. And also I really liked the acts this year. Some great acts. Um so on the Friday, the sort of big main act that they had was Shora, and that was really good. She was really good. And yep. um then on the next night it was Soak, um, also amazing. But before that, my absolute standout Aww. dream was Betty. Betty off of L word theme tune, Betty, just in case you didn't know. Yeah, girls in tight dresses who drag with (laughs) moustaches, in case you don't know. And the room went wild. You know when like you have a bit of like an out of body experience? Yes, it was so that. It was so that. I literally was like, I can't believe we're actually watching Betty in a caravan park in pool. I know. And to be like, because I was recording it for um, our Instagram stories for the pod. And then I just like turned around and then like all of you Huns were just there and like we were just all there like singing it. And we were just like, you (laughs) know, we'd all watched it so many times and never thought that this would happen. And yet here we were in a caravan park in pool with Betty like literally 10 centimeters away from our faces, who we then went to meet in the bar afterwards while they were ordering open kebabs. They were open kebabs and pints of Guinness. Yeah. And we had a gorgeous photo with them and they were so friendly and so nice. And they are doing a 
a sort of installment thing an, an installation at the VNA in, in the January. January which sounds amazing so if you're free and near the VNA get yourself to that absolutely get yourself to that but yeah it was a really amazing year again so massive massive props to Heather Peace and Fiona Marshall who were the two main organizers of it this year I believe and um, it'll be really interesting to see how it kind of develops over the next couple Absolutely. of years. The the only thing I would request is um what about Blackpool next year, lads? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Maybe we- give us Northern Huns a rest. I know. <laughs> I was, I mean, God knows how you were on Sunday. Thank God you had Monday off. I was an absolute zombie. I'm still a bit of a zombie. Like, I was an, I, I was in work in an absolute zombie apocalypse I on could, Monday. Yeah, I couldn't believe, I, I obviously went to bed. I didn't go to bed till quite late because I couldn't like go to sleep. I couldn't I was sleep. too busy staying up all night for the weekend. And we were on the group being like, yeah, about like, all the funny things. Why are we still there? Uh, yeah, classic. And then I managed to go to sleep and then I woke up like not that, I didn't sleep in that much. And I was just, lo- I literally lay in bed for like two hours, just like staring at the ceiling, like yeah. waiting for my mind to come back in. Yeah. <laughs> and it did not. No. But uh, yeah, I'm feeling okay now ish, but I still need like a good rest. And if you want to hear more about Hear Her Fest, well, the original iteration of that Diva Fest, you can go back and listen to our interview with um, the two co-founders, Heather Peace and Katie Tunstall. We did an interview with them last year and it was really great to chat to them about kind of what their vision for the festival is and was. And we actually did ask them how they were planning on sort of like taking it into the future. So it'd be interesting to go back and listen to that. But yeah, hopefully um, we'll be lucky enough to be invited back again next year. Yeah, Um, I hope so. We'll see. I do love it. And I do think that it is growing at like exponentially and like doing loads of great bits for women in music. So we are here for it. we are here for it. So what are you living and longing for this week, Lucy? Well, to be honest, um, I mean, we basically already touched upon it just a tiny bit. I'm living for the memories of Diva. Uh, sorry, of Hear Her Festival, Diva Fest, whatever you want to call it, of the weekend. Uh, I just keep replaying all the hilarious things that happened to us and all of the great jokes that everyone made and all of the funny things that occurred. And it's just given me life through this week where I'm very much struggling for you know, space to feel normal at work. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, so that is what I am living for. Uh, and I am longing for a nice break, which I'm getting, because at the end of the week on Saturday, I'm going to Wales for three nights. Gorgeous. So going to Wales for three nights with my parents and my sister and my housemate slash friend, Adam. Oh, yes. Um, personal confidant. Yeah, personal confidant. Uh, and we've got a lovely, uh, this like really nice house uh, in Borthigest, which is near Portmaddock. Porth- 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 yeah. Uh, and we're going to go to Port Merriam, which I've always wanted to go to, uh, and just do loads of like being by the seaside and being incredibly wet because it's going to rain all weekend. Ooh, are you going to do some rock pooling? Yeah, rock pooling, mountaineering, um, forest walking, uh I don't know all the all the uh, activities that you would want to do on a holiday to Wales. Oh my god! Remember last time you went away and then you saw those people jumping off that cliff oh and they god. were actually base jumpers. It was horrible. I just yeah. remember that now. If you want to hear more about that, go to our episode <laughs> <laughs> sometime in April. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah that was horrible. Um, yeah, so I'm just really, really longing for like some R and R and just like having a nice chill time going to lots of cozy pubs and like just being dead autumnal so mm-hmm. i'm pleased for that. i'm gonna go i'm really desperate to go on like a big forest walk with loads of as i like to call it a crunchy walk oh which yeah is like when all the leaves are lovely i know what you mean exactly you've, you've been here before yeah. your first rodeo so yeah i am a longing for that what are you living and longing for olivia well similarly to you i am living for my severe sleep deprivation post <laughs> diva fest slash hear her fest um 
Yeah, I'm just completely a husk of my former self. Yeah, absolutely. Shells. There are shells littered everywhere. There are. Upon and the beach of Diva. Can I also just say that I was absolutely living for um, the drive home when we really peaked with the music selection. Oh God, we lost our minds to something. What was it? It was when we oh. went really deep into Jay-Z and Linkin Park. It was Nom Encore. Yes. Nom forward slash Encore. Nom forward slash Encore. We- yeah, lost our minds. Yeah, because I hadn't listened to that in like 10 years. No, neither had I. And I was like, I can't believe we know all the words. We were like, blah, blah, blah. And we were like, we were like just on the motorway being like, trying to bend the truth. <laughs> yes, we went uh, insane for that. And um, yeah, actually that drive back was lovely. Like my mind was a thousand years away, but like I was managed to get us home safe. And it was like, actually we saw some sunshine for the first time in like four days. So that's quite nice. Yeah, it was good. Um, so I'm looking for that and Great. I am longing for um, going to see Jonathan Van Ness this week. Yes. So JVN yeah. Road to Beijing. Yeah. Um, and I think, you know, kind of especially after he's just released the book and obviously there's been a lot of um, chat around the book and some of his sort of personal stories. And obviously, as everybody knows, he spoke about kind of um, a history of um, his own um, abuse and also um, addiction and that he is HIV positive and all these things that like we didn't necessarily know um about them so I think it'll be really good kind of like in this context because they're doing so much um advocacy work at the moment and they're being invited to like all of the chat shows and they're just I think so well informed and really using their platform for good at the moment I'm just seeing them everywhere like fighting the good fight and it's it's really nice nice. so I think that you know I feel like there must be some part of that that's going to be involved on yeah, Thursday. I would expect so. so that's I don't, what I'm expecting, but I also don't really know what to expect. I don't really know what to no. expect, but I think now because all of this has sort of come out and I've been hearing them speak a lot more, I'm really excited to kind of hear more because it was rescheduled. Yeah, it was and, supposed to be like April, wasn't it, or something? Yeah. yeah. So really looking forward um, to seeing that. Yeah, that'll be good. And um, speaking of gorgeous entertainers... What is your track of the week this week, Lucy? We haven't had a track of the week in a while. Seamless. Thank yeah. you. Well, it's been like a few weeks. Been listening to quite a few things, including a 10,000 things on our eight-hour journey down to a uh, pool. Yeah. Um, so my track of the week is um, out of another stunning entertainment thing that we are going to this week. And Friday, we are seeing Self Esteem again. Yeah, gorgeous. Um, who we saw, I think, back in Feb it was mm. and loved it the most because it was one of the best live experiences you will ever have. Um, and we are going to see Self Esteem again. And she has released a bonus track to Compliments Please called Rooms, which is just really fucking great. Great little bop. And it's I can't wait to hear it live because it's like a brand new one, which is exciting. Um, so that is my track of the week. I suggest that you all listen to it because you're going to want to know. You are going to want to know about it. Yeah. <laughs> What is your track of the week? My track of the week this week, um, it's been out a while now, I guess, but um, I've been listening to it nonstop and it is the Spotify live sessions version of One You're In My Room by Carly Rae Jepsen. I would like to ha- uh, hazard a guess that we listened to that 72 times yes. on the journey down. It's just so much better than the original it's, and the original yeah, is great. It's weird because the original is great and it doesn't sound that far different, but there's something about it. There's a quality. Well, they have that like live choir as well. Yeah, that's true. That probably is a bit of it. And just a bit more of her being like aloof to the her bits in it, you know? Yeah. Like, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> what a review. Here I am. A musical journalist in the making. God, get her on Viz. Yeah, get- <laughs> send your jobs in, send your jobs in. I'm ready for it. Um. Uh-huh. So yeah, that is 
an absolutely banging track and that is a great track of the week thank you (laughs) you're welcome so we've been consuming some gorgeous female acts over the weekend and other than that what else have you been consuming lucy what are your consumables right so it's time to catch up because it's been two episodes of rupaul's drag race uk yes which i have watched okay great by the time this comes out the third one will have gone out already um but we haven't seen it no so um yes and obviously um previously we've spoken on the podcast how i haven't really watched rupaul but i've seen like episodes here and there you made me watch the finale of the most the latest season of the us one um you had seen the first of the uk episode apart from right at the end yeah a bit before through work um and now i have seen two episodes and i am enjoying it okay i am i said to you we talked about a bit in the car (laughs) i said to you that um i think the edit is a bit softer than the, the us one which you said you didn't think it was but i think it is just by virtue of maybe it being like a bit like softer on bbc maybe but i think it is i just think it is but it's still made by world of wonder is it right okay yeah yeah, yeah. so i can't see how it would be shot any and edited any differently but maybe it is and i've seen so many episodes of RuPaul and so many like all stars and things I'm just I I'm just think, used to all of yeah, it I think you're just like completely desensitized yeah to it, so. I, I just am um, like I'm more like oh yeah anyway but I really really enjoying it um I think there's um I think there's like a good cast of queens uh who are some, you feeling I really like um at the moment I really uh, I really like something Wong love something I love something Wong and I love that like play on like racial aggressions with with the name yeah did you hear someone was someone was like saying in the news like some kind of who was she I can't remember but someone was saying that like she was this like blonde white woman being like that is so racist and I was like what are you talking about that is they they completely don't understand then do that like that's just just that's classic and she was like fuming with something wrong about it I was like what are you talking about honestly no that yeah no I love that um I also really like who else do I really um well see i really like like the bits that are like where they're all just talking and bonding and stuff like that and yeah that you reason, like the wholesome energy yeah i love wholesome energy it's just me and my taurus yeah um and because of that i really like vinegar strokes as well because i really loved that bit where uh something wrong vinegar strokes and scaredy, um, cat. scaredy cat were all talking about like their experiences kind of thing yeah and um vinegar strokes and something wrong like basically were, were telling uh scaredy cat about how it's how it is to grow up as like a uh, like a gay person from like a, as a person of color and like from yeah. different cultures and stuff. And Scary Cat just had like no fucking idea yeah. about it because Scary Cat was like, oh my just, god, yeah, like, <laughs> I can't believe that. Absolutely, like they honestly couldn't believe that that, that could be an experience because obviously theirs has been uh, in a way very privileged. So like, yeah. uh, and I found that very. Uh, I thought it was great they put that in and like it was really nice to see how they all like spoke to each other and about nice it. to see some like real different um generations because you don't yeah. really get that usually okay yeah, yeah because yeah, yeah, scaredy yeah. cat is so young so young um it was really nice to kind of see um an maybe an older more experienced person like queer person talking yeah. about their experiences from a completely different through a completely different lens and through a completely different set of experiences but obviously like they have this common ground and um yeah I think it was like really 
important and good that they included that i agree definitely um who are you enjoying loads i love davina oh davina's love a yorkshire lass yeah no yeah yeah she's great yeah she's really good and she's so like accomplished and like when she did that they did that sort of acting challenge thing she was sort of the only one who really was able to do most like some actual good acting yeah was really impressed by her and also i just thought she was like super nice and funny because she came along to the um viewing at work right and um they did um like a little q a with her Mm -hmm. and i thought she was really good and just sort of warmed to her loads um yeah and i just think she's really talented and i think she's like got loads more in her um really like the vivian as well Mm -hmm. and i like that i do like the dynamic between all of the sort of older queens of like bagger vivian um all of those ones yeah but um I know we were talking about this a bit in the car and I totally agree with you that I do think that some of the um, some of the sort of decisions being made about how to sort of generate maybe hostility or um, kind of moments of tension are number one, very obviously um, kind of crafted and number two, unnecessary and a little bit kind of like, unsettling for me as a viewer because there was this moment like in um the second episode where it was sort of set up early on and I kind of thought oh here we go and it didn't you could tell it was gonna happen it didn't feel genuine where it was sort of set up that the Vivian had a problem with um Cheryl Hole because she was like being too loud such a good name perfect name (laughs) because she was like being too loud or whatever and it's like that is just like not a thing and that's just been like made I just feel like it's been a bit made up and then it all sort of like culminated in her having a literal sort of like character assassination by some of the other queens but for about like two minutes um where they were saying like she wasn't being herself but it but then she was like well yeah like I'm trying to be seen and I am performing like a a character it's like a version of myself but like what and they're like yeah you're not like this on the outside or whatever and it's like well well no can't can't she just do what she needs to do like she's not being horrible to anybody like this just seems very faux Mm. um and the thing is like i'm all there for the wig snatching if like it's real yeah yeah, yeah. um you know because there's been some real like go off moments um in rupaul over the years but i just think that you know this is a different set of queens and it's a different show this time in in a lot of ways and i just sort of think you know if the hostility isn't there people are still coming for it like people actually like to see these sort of like tender moments between the queens yeah, like exactly. what you were talking about we don't necessarily need to have that and i actually felt like it was a little bit like number one like not not genuine but two like a little bit like almost bordering on bullying a bit absolutely yeah no so i, I read a bit around like um some of the issues that people have with you know, we mentioned that some people have issues with RuPaul's Drag Race in general yeah. and just like whatever, I just did some reading around it. Um, and one of the articles I read was about the sort of what seems to be like, uh, like not scripted, but like um, forced edited, like um, hostility and bull- like sort of people being more uh, like snide and bitchy than they actually are. So, and that, that that's completely unnecessary for like this kind of generation of of drag race it doesn't need to be like that and that actually when you really watch like if you don't like if you don't pay attention to the edits and putting like those looks here and those people looking at that person there which is what they just slice in however they want it to be whatever story they want 
what they actually they are really tender with each other and they're actually like so every time one person is like oh god i'm like really actually really overwhelmed because of course they are it's like such a big deal yeah um they're actually all so nice to each other and really supportive and i think that is a better story to tell than oh actually you know they all they're all a bit catty and hate yeah and then it seems to be when the cattiness is brought in it seems to be like really jarring yeah because it because it's not really there yeah so i wonder if they'll continue if it does continue through i mean it probably will but like because or whether they found that they weren't really able to keep forcing it in a way because may- maybe they were all like nicely bonded and you know well the interesting thing is i i was looking on social media after the episode and a lot of people were you know sort of slamming cheryl hole mm. and actually out of everybody the vivian was the one like coming to her defense oh really being like she's actually a really great person oh um that's so cute so you know i thought that was really sweet and i just sort of wonder like how much of it was sort of whipped up yeah. in the whole sort of frenzy of like sort of scripted reality yeah and, uh, and being competition. in this incredibly intense situation and like knowing that you need to like entertain and like feeling all those pressures like it's gonna be difficult but i just think that there's no need to like amp up things that are not there especially when they're negative and don't serve people yeah but i i am still um enjoying it i never really liked the group acting challenges as much no i didn't like that because i hate like slapsticky humor yeah so I was, like it made me cringe loads yeah i prefer the kind of like um when they do musicals or like dances you know like read you read you and stuff like that like some of the og things i don't i don't know but i'm willing to find out okay good um <laughs> yeah and i also saw that there was um a little clip for um sort of a clip slash trailer for the new Trixie Mattel oh, film right. so I watched that as well as we I can't remember what it's called but I'll put it in the show notes um as you know I You're a big fan I'm a big fan and really fancy Trixie Mattel loads you do loads and loads <laughs> <laughs> so any other telly bits um telly bits so I've been like just storming my way through girls which obviously I mentioned I had started on the last pod yeah um I'm like on part halfway through season five already so many bits have happened. So these are obviously like spoilers, but you know, it was out like a thousand years ago. So yeah. like fucking Hannah, Hannah's dad's gay, which I thought was coming. Oh yeah. And then like- uh, I've forgotten everything. She, just in a couple episodes ago, she had sex with a woman yoga teacher, which was bizarre. Oh yeah. Um, and then Justin, I just watched the one, which made me laugh, um, which is all about like, Marnie breaking up with Desi because she, and then she meets like Charlie like yeah, on the street yeah 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 and, and I couldn't stop laughing because he had a tattoo that said humble life on his chest Ma- is, is that the one where it's like Marnie's episode yes it's that's just Marnie's amazing episode. Yeah. That episode I just watched that just before I got here oh it's, and, like, that's so like, good so you're really close to the end then yeah no I know so like um yeah Adam and Jessa have got together which is the one thing that I knew happened I knew that was what you were talking yeah. about last week yeah 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 so um I'm, I'm glad that like the thing I know was gonna happen has happened in that way that like I feel like I'm, I'm coming at it all blank now like I'm just like in like letting it all wash over me I fucking love it it's so good yeah so how many yeah. how many episodes do you have left before the end so there's there's another like four or so of this series and then there's another series oh okay right yeah yeah so so I'm very very intrigued as to what's gonna happen because um, it's that thing of telly that's like 20 odd minutes you you just fucking watch another one, don't you? The last scene of this series that you're watching now is like one of my favourite scenes oh in TV. Um, right, well, I've got to go. <laughs> yeah. There's nothing like probably on the surface like that remarkable about it. No, but sometimes. But sometimes it's just it. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you'll know why. Oh, <laughs> I'm so intrigued. Yeah. Yeah, so, um, yeah, so I'm really enjoying that. Um, aside from that, I um, haven't really... Oh, so... 
in this time since last pod, I went to London and I got that new Philip Pullman book. Oh yeah. Um, the new book of dust, which is called The Secret Commonwealth, which is fucking huge. Um, so I've been sort of trying to get through that, but like not really been, um, not had much evening time for reading. So I'm like just trying to read that where possible instead of watching telly. So it's okay. really good. It's enjoyable. I'm loving the world and like being back in it. So that's nice. Um, and yeah, cause I, I, for a bunch of, before this, I was also just down in London and then I saw my lovely baby nephew, who was such a, such a cute hun who I took to nephew all by my, took to nephew, <laughs> <laughs> who I took to nursery all by myself. And I was an adult about it and I was very pleased. Yeah. <laughs> and he was very pleased about it too, which is nice. Um, and I saw the psychedelic first with my parents. That was really fun as well. Oh, so I've yeah. just been doing quite a lot of things. So I haven't really been consuming as much, uh, just more consuming the people in my life. Mm. Uh, what about you, Olivia? What have you been consuming? Um, I watched all of Unbelievable on Netflix. Ah, I started that like um, a bit ago, but never got through it. I just like start did watch maybe the first half hour. It's excellent, mm. I think, because it all started for me when I was listening to This American Life because oh, okay. they re-released the episode which is about that because that's how this all came to be on Netflix. I think I believe from that oh. episode of This American Life where they like I didn't know there was a talked connection. about it. Yeah. So they re-aired it, obviously, to be in line with yeah. Unbelievable coming out. And so I listened to that. I don't think I listened to it originally, or if I did, it would have been like years ago. And um, it tells the story of Marie, who is this, you know, young, vulnerable person living in like a sort of, um, it's kind of like a like a home for kids who have been in the system, but have like just aged out. Yeah. Um, so she's sort of living there and then, she is raped and then reports it and then due to like severe lack of support from the police and people in her life she then retracts um the report and says that she made it up right yeah and then her life is completely just ruined in all of these ways all these things happen and then it's kind of like and then it's kind of like this process that she goes through of kind of you know wanting to be honest about it but not feeling that she can be and then sort of going back and forth back and forth and all these people in her life like causing her all of these difficulties meanwhile in another county there are these two other police officers who are investigating rapes and it's how these stories kind of like converge together to um give marie eventually like the justice that she deserves but um it's really intense and so compelling and based on true story and it's got Tony Collette in it. So what more could you want? Well, absolutely. We do love DC. Yeah. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed what I watched. Well, I wouldn't say enjoyed. I really... Uh, you can <laughs> you enjoy, know, enjoy it. it. Yeah, yeah enjoyed enjoy it. it. Enjoyed it. But um, uh, what I'd watched so far. So I will watch all of that, definitely. Um, and especially as it has a recommendation from you. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> gonna cry and actually if you want um any more queer recommendations for tv shows autostraddle have just released 82 queer tv shows to stream on netflix oh stunning i need to see that yeah so you can just google that and it like tells you all of the things that you can watch um one of them will be below her mouth so you should probably just say 81 things yeah um (laughs) Or 81 things plus one thing that is really great to watch with your friends. Yeah, it's really great to watch with your friends or like if you're doing like and slash or if you're doing a drinking game. Yes, and one of them's going to be that other one that's shit. Duck butter. Duck butter's rubbish. Rubbish. We did not enjoy that even when we tried to watch with friends. Yeah. (laughs) So take that off the list. 
and a couple of podcast Ooh. recommendations. Oh, okay. So um, Query, the Cameron Esposito one, I've talked about that loads before. J.D. Sampson on the pod. Yes, I need to listen to that. Oh, uh, how was? <sighs> could I love her more? I don't think you could. I don't think it's actually possible. No. I have been obsessed yeah. ever since a child. <laughs> a child? Yeah. I honestly, that's one of my main like memories of like first meeting you is right. knowing that you were obsessed with J.D. Sampson. Oh my God. And like, so that's how far back it goes. I yeah. mean, it goes back further than that, but you know what I mean? Like it was such a like thing of you. It's a main thing about me yeah. that you need to know. Yeah. Oh, and it was just so great. And um, she talked loads. It's actually so so interesting they do actually end up having quite a you know relatively deep conversation about um identities and about sort of like masculine identities as women and like what that means in like the wider context of like their life and their queer life and sort of like the uh, prevailing sort of patriarchal culture that we live in and how all these things kind of intersect and um sort of tells a lot of personal stories and actually like how she has sort of like shied away from um from the press and from interviews and things just because it's such a stressful world to navigate like Mm. in her body in the way that she sort of like presents and kind of everyone has so many questions all of the time like yeah it's like people want so many answers about her identity which is like you know stressful stressful. um but yeah i think it's interesting because i think obviously like she felt like it was a safe environment to talk about all of this and then they were talking about art and stuff a lot and music and how you know she was saying that i suppose taking stock of the work that they have done and how it has been to a very like captive and receptive audience whilst like in loads of ways that's been amazing to kind of have the queer community along for whatever they do it's almost like if you're trying to make art that's sort of like subverting the status quo and sort of like asking questions you're sort of just preaching to the choir and like what do you do to change that and how do you sort of push it further rather than just like appealing to the people that already love you and also like um with how she kind of um embodies like this sort of sex symbol status in loads of ways for a lot of um queer women especially um and how she sort of admits that she kind of fed into that a lot like in her art and in the way that she was sort of like presenting and how it was in some ways like quite a self-conscious thing because she um you know wanted to feel that validation and love and like knew that was a way that she could get it right um so it was really it was just really interesting interesting. i'm definitely gonna listen so that's just kind of literally like you know three percent of all of the bits that they talked about but that's just like some of the stuff that you can expect and it was really really cool and i just like i mean she could just be like saying the periodic table and i'd be like i love you um so that's fine um (laughs) um so that was really good and speaking of other um sexy queer icons of life we also on the way home listened to the anthony prosky um episode of table manners we did which was such a lovely like um introduction to our drive wasn't it it was like a yeah, nice, very gentle yeah, very gentle got like a good chunk of you know driving done listening to them talk about stunning foods 
Yeah. It made me really hungry, actually. Yeah, because uh, one of the questions is always like, oh, what would your last meal be or your desert island meal? Yeah. But he was like, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to do a whole last day yeah. or a whole like, desert island day. And it just like went on and on and on for ages. And I was like, do you know what? I can get on board with you. Absolutely. <laughs> would, would get on board with that. Yeah. Too. Yeah. Um, it was a great listen. He is very eloquent and very lovely and sweet and just... Has some good things to say about food. And Jesse were like, fancied him so much. Oh, yeah, definitely. And so did Lenny, the mum. Yeah. They were both just like, you're gorgeous. We love you. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I always wonder, like, do really, like, gorgeous people like to be told all the time that they're gorgeous or do they find it embarrassing? (sighs) I honestly couldn't tell you. (laughs) (laughs) I'm asking you for that reason. (laughs) Thanks, Olivia. (laughs) I'm asking my self-esteem. You. (laughs) Um... Uh, I don't know. I think maybe after, yeah, I think after a bit, maybe you, you get bored of it or you get a bit like self-conscious about it, about being so stunning. Maybe. Maybe. But also like, pff, they can't really complain, can they? No, they can't. No. Um. Also, what I think that we definitely need to bring up on this pod. So we've spoken about it just before we started, but I'm thinking, should this be a weekly strand? What? The gafters. <laughs> We would like to introduce to you this very day, the Gafters. So the Gafters was born out of Hear Her Fest 2019. It was. And what the Gafters is, is basically um, it's an award ceremony. It's an award ceremony of our own making. It is. And it is the Gay Bafters. It's the Gay Bafters. And it's basically, we we make up all of the rules, mm. just so you know, mm. that that's what's happening yeah, here. Yeah, we come up with the categories. We come up with the categories. The categories can change at will. Oh, yeah. We're, 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 we are the Gafters. We are the board at the Gafters. So what we say goes. Mm. And we will be the ones to give the prizes, take the prizes away. Yeah, um, if you don't fulfil your Gafter... Yeah. If you don't fill our gap move, needs and wants, then you'll be gone. Move the goalposts. Oh, absolutely. It's 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 probably quite corrupt, the the gafters. Yeah, they probably are, but what award ceremony isn't? Mm, that's true. That is true. So a few backhanders here and there. Oh yeah. In the gafters. Um <laughs> in the dark, shadowy yeah. halls of the gafters. Couple of, yeah, a couple of pennies sliced between hands. <laughs> um so yeah, so the gafters is just like anything that is um anything, anyone or anywhere that is yeah. gay rights to us. Absolutely, it's gay rights, it's happened, and you deserve a gafter for it. Yeah, so we did give a gafter to Carrie, the editor of Diva Fest, for best newcomer in our lives yes. So last week. Please look out in the post, a gafter will be coming to you. Yeah, you don't so know your address, don't be worried. This week, I guess, I guess, yeah, Carrie has the gafter. Yeah, the gafter goes to... Carrie! Yeah, and we'll be back next week with a new gafter for a new person. We absolutely will. <laughs> And also, if you have any ideas for who should get a gafter... And what for? And why, yeah, just um, message us, as always. And we will take that into consideration. We'll take it on board. We're not saying they're going to get a gafter, because, like we said, we make the rules, we give the gafters. Mm. So you can tell us why they deserve a gafter in multiple details, and we will listen to it. We might even read it out, but it doesn't mean they're getting a gafter. Mm. But it could. But it could. So think on. So speaking of people who are deserving of awards, Lucy, there is another woman in our life who is deserving of all of the awards every single day. Every single one. Of her life. It is time for... Celine Watch! Watch. So this week, Lucy, um, I mean, I don't know what she was up to last week because we didn't do the podcast, but... Yeah, um, I think she just had a fallow week because she was like, oh, no one's going to be reporting on this, so I'll just... That's true. She's gone on holiday. Um, So Celine, she's revealed the track list 
for Courage. Stop it. And yes, there are 20 songs on the album. <laughs> 20. Shit. That's why the tour is so expensive because you're going to be there for like four days. Yeah, you are. Now it's good, good value for money. I know. 20 songs. 20 songs, three of which Sia has had some kind of creative oh. hand in. I can't wait for that. Yeah, you heard it here first. Oh, 20 songs. And you know not one of them is below like four mins. Oh, no. You know that. No. Like, oh, what? It's going to be... We can just listen to that for all our other long journeys ever. Yeah. And it'll get us through. It's going to be Home as the Odyssey, but Celine. <laughs> um, so, yes, that is out November the 15th. Oh, I can't wait. Full review. So Full stand review. by your beds. Yeah. Also, I was going to ask Track you, by track. Have you been um, doing anything spooky in the lead up to Halloween? I know you were saying you were looking forward to spooky season. Right. So... I know I said that, but I've done basically no spookiness. Okay. And I'm sad about it. We need to do something so spooky. I need to do, we need to do something spooky. We need to like watch something spooky or like go on a spooky walk or like go into like some, let's go in your basement later. Okay. Yes. Okay. Well, apparently there's a really, 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 really scary escape room in Manchester <gasps> at the moment for I Halloween. would love we should do that. Yeah, so I we think die. I think it's basically like you're in like a pitch black like metal crate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a bit like a bit like um oh what's that scary movie where they're all in that bunker? I think it's got Kira Knightley in it. Oh fucking the hole. The hole. The fucking hole. Yeah, yeah. it's like a be- no the descent. No the hole. The no, hole. I've seen the, the descent. It's, no, it's the, the descent's hole. a cave. No, it's the hole. Yeah, the descent's a cave. Yeah, it's the hole. But it's also a bit like um Jaws. Wanna, uh, not Jaws. Saw. Want to play a game? Yes. Yeah, so it's a bit like you're trapped in the thing and then you got to get out. Yeah, so a super <gasps> scary escape room. I saw it today on the MEN. Oh my God. I know. Okay. Okay. <laughs> we should maybe do a QL meetup in that bunker. Oh yeah, meet us there. We'll just be like, <laughs> hi, nice to meet you. <laughs> anyway, you got to get out of these handcuffs. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Ooh. Well, that would be great. Um, also, just on the topic of spooky season, yes. I have a correction to make. Um, so I said in the last step that uh, Partizan were doing a night of um, Twin Peaks episodes for Halloween but they're not doing Twin Peaks that was the original idea but didn't actually get made to press they are doing instead the Twilight Zone which is extra extra spooky and creepy and weird as well so that will be really good but I just wanted to make the correct correction just in case anyone turns up okay fair but yeah um so I absolutely agree with being locked into a cage and only having an hour to get out to save my own life whilst also meeting our adoring fans but you know it's time to put the shoe on the other foot. What don't we agree with? It's time for... I don't agree with it. <laughs> so, Olivia, please. I always say it like that. I always go, so, Olivia, please. Yeah. I'm just so polite. What don't you agree with this week? Well, I think we mentioned it earlier on in the pod, but uh, whilst I am so grateful to be invited to hear her slash Diva Fest, I don't agree with it not being in the North. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. It's a total thing. It needs to be said. I think, Heather, if you're listening, come on, hon. Yeah, I mean, I know. I do agree with it being where it's been so far. Oh, yeah. No, none of it's been wrong. Yeah. It's just very far away. But I would, I would agree yeah. with it being... Yeah. Maybe in Blackpool We're next saying Blackpool, year. we're saying Cleethorpes, we're yeah. saying Grimsby. We're Rill. saying Rill. Oh, Rill would be stunning. Yeah. We're saying... Um, St. Anne's. Skeg- Skegness, St. Anne's. Lytham. Yeah. <laughs> Any of these. Any Get of those. Get it done. Um, yes. That Scarborough. would be... Scarborough. <gasps> yeah, Scarborough. Whitby. Whitby. <sighs> Look, these are just some Spooky ideas. Fest. These are just some ideas. Yeah. I mean, you could you could do it biannually. <laughs> you should. Anyway, 
Um, that's... Quarterly, quarterly diva. <laughs> a diva for all seasons. Yes, a diva for all seasons. One, the four seasons diva, <laughs> one in each corner of the country. Exactly. Um, what don't you agree with this week? <laughs> uh, this is something that I've been reminded of very recently, last night actually, in our group chat with the divas. And it's something I wholeheartedly do not agree with. What I do not agree with this week is drinking any sort of cold beverage out of a mug. Oh, when did you do that? You must have missed the chat, but oh my God. Like, basically, this is a thing, and it, it reminds me of uni, right? So do you remember being at uni? Yeah, when you have no glasses. When you have no glasses, you go around to someone's house and you've got like, I don't know, some fucking like yeah. Soco and lemonade to mix up. Because people and, have refused to wash any glasses. Yeah, so all they, they hand you a fucking scummy mug yeah. and you have to drink a fucking like mixer out of it. Yeah. Oh my God, it like sends shivers through my whole body, the thought of doing that. And someone mentioned on the group about having a, a mug of water or whatever and I was like oh no fucking way and you know where they always do this and I sort of think like why you're so much better than this they do it all the time on American chat shows do they? yes because they have branded mugs much like our uh, okay, mugs that I'm looking yeah. at right now um, which you can buy available, if you message us um, yeah they drink water out of the mug so say it's like you know late night with whoever yeah. and it's like says it on the mug do they? I've never noticed and that. it's always just water because like American celebrities don't get drunk no so um yeah yeah i just don't i mainly don't agree with being water but i also like it also like just reminds me of like drinking like squash out of it or something like whereas if you're on graham norton you get a lovely glass glass. of wine or beer or whatever you want and also um because i was listening to the what's the tea podcast with alan carr and graham norton because obviously they're the guest judges on the uk version so they had them on their podcast with rue and michelle and um alan carr was talking about because before before i worked doing the job that i do now i used to work in tv production so on like teams for shows and he was talking about how I was really je- I was really jealous of this because the production on that show, you know how on Chatty Man they have that globe where it's yeah. like the drinks. Yeah. So everybody in the production had to like whenever they went on summer holiday or anywhere, yeah. if they went anywhere on a plane, they had to they had a budget of five euros and they couldn't spend five any euros. more. They couldn't spend any more than that. And they had to bring, or maybe it was 10 euros, and they had to bring back whatever the most like revolting and weird alcohol oh, and they that's could. And there's always so many fucking weird ones in there. Yes, because ah, it's from like all around the world. It's like so it's from fucking Albania. All the production team's oh holidays. So like, you know, you've got your runner called Steve yeah, and he goes to Albania yeah. and he's bringing back. And I just thought that is so funny. That is really funny. Yeah, that'd be great. Um, yeah, I love that. That's a good story. Yes, so you know, I've got to hand it to the UK for the chat shows. They know what they're doing. They've got the booze. They've got the glasses. They've got fucking glasses. Yeah. Fucking hell. They've got a bit of baby sham in the globe. Oh, oh, yeah, exactly. You want want baby sham, but you don't want it in a fucking mug. (laughs) No, yeah, I just don't agree with it at all. If someone was to ever like, if I was to ever like go to someone's house, this in this day and age as a woman who was nearly 30 and they offered me a drink of like, I was like, oh, can I have some water or whatever? And they gave it to me in a mug. I'd be like, excuse me, I'm, I'm leaving yeah and i'm afraid that's just a barrier and a red flag that i have to put up yeah i'm personally a grown woman so i'm I'm specifically leaving right now yeah so see ya and i just i'm sorry that's where i stand now yeah see ya and probably see you never (laughs) probably so we're gonna go off and um i've got a bottle of baby sham cooling under the globe Oh, so we can go and enjoy that now okay let's jump on in yeah um but before i am 
crack open the globe by its hinges. You can get in touch with us in all of the usual ways at Queer Longing on Instagram, at Queer Longing on Twitter, and you can email us queerlonging at gmail.com. We have a couple of really exciting episodes coming up, so hopefully you will be as thrilled about those as we are. Yeah. Um, so that is definitely something to be keeping a little beady eye out for in the next yeah. few weeks. Keep, keep your ears pricked because you're going to want to know. But until then, we will be loving you, leaving you, and longing for you until next week. And reach for your mind. No, not gonna happen. Oh, oh, yours is. Oh, all right. Yeah. (laughs) It's semi and semi Fredo. Semi Fredo. (laughs) Mine is, I don't know, Affogato. Okay. <clears throat>